0: Welcome to an exclusive episode of the Best Friends Fancast. Today on the show, I have Ultra Fan Rafael Castaneda. Welcome. Hi,
1: thanks for having me.
0: I am so glad you're here. I get the exclusive interview of behind the scenes. Rafael was on ARIYMBF today, he won a, a bidding war on eBay. For, you know what let me have Raphael just tell the story because he'll do a much better job of it
1: okay so some time back around February I think uh, Jimmy Pardo has every year he has what he calls the podcast-a-thon which is a marathon of podcast guests and um, Allison was on the whole uh, purpose of the podcast-a-thon is to raise money for Smile Train a charity that fixes uh kids cleft lips or cleft palate and um Allison was on and she auctioned off the opportunity to be a guest on her pod- her Thursday podcast and fortunately I won
0: That it was, was so amazing and also it was supposed to be a phone call but you finagled your way into dining room studios <laughs> I use the word finagle but you know I know
1: Right. So I I did meet her once or, well, th- two times in Seattle when she was there for Bumbershoot. I think that had a big part to play in it. And also just, you know, kind of constantly being active on Twitter and like, you know, trying to help the show in whatever way I could. Uh, I think that helped me. And obviously, Not... Megan, we're going to always shout out Megan.
0: Of course, we have um, to.
1: Also knowing that, you know, me and Megan have become very friendly. I think of her as like one of like my best friends. So um, I think also having Megan's kind of like vouching for me helped out as well. But I think ultimately it goes back to the fact that I went to Seattle for Bumbershoot and she saw how, I'm not saying I'm like a bigger fan than everyone else. This ultra fan title is it's a joke. If you listen to where it came up, it was just me giving Megan a hard time on the Bumbershoot episode. I don't think I'm better than anyone. So, but I do think the fact that I went there kind of showed her that I'm not just like, I like the show and I tweet every now and then. Like this show means like really a lot to me. And I let her know that when I met her.
0: Well, you are obviously a a huge fan. And then I think like you said, the combination of that with super fan Megan vouching for you. I mean, I think that's the only reason why I met her backstage at at midnight. I'll just throw that in there. But so thanks to you again, Megan. But yeah, I think that what, okay, first of all, I knew that you were going because we were going to meet up since you were going to be coming to California. We were going to meet up. So I kind of knew what was happening. But I was so fucking nervous for you. (laughs) I think I was more nervous than you were the whole like a week before. It's like, Oh my God, you're going to be in her house in a week. And then you're like, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I am not nervous yet, but whatever. And then it was like the day before and I'm just like tweeting you a bunch of exclamation marks. (laughs) Like, Oh my God, I'm so freaked out. So walk us through the whole thing. Like I want to know beginning to end, even up to the minute when you didn't even know if you're for sure going to be going on Monday or and the whole thing. Let's hear, let's hear it from the beginning right. of that okay. process.
1: So, so going back to uh, how I got invited from being a Skype or a call in to actually being invited, I was going to go to a concert with Megan. So after months of not hearing anything, uh, Alison emailed me uh, to let me know, you know, that she didn't forget that she knows I won and uh, you know, to see what we were gonna do on the show. And then so I told her, you know, she had an idea to do a snack chat segment. And she said, we'll pick some snack and then we'll tell you ahead of time so you can eat it and then tell us what you thought of it. And she said, but you know, if, if you don't like that, I'm not married to it. And if you have any ideas, let me know. So I thought I was gonna essentially have a five minute phone call and that'd be the end of it. So I wrote down a bunch of ideas that I wanted to do, like rapid fire. So I was going to be like, I would do like, um, I would have a few questions for her and maybe for the rest of the gang, if I could fit them. And then I would do like a deleted tweet because I know, uh, Jenna and Al mentioned on their show that they have some, and they hope Allison does it again. Um, and then I was going to do a joking, Hey, go fuck yourself first to Chris Loxamana. Actually, that was a serious one. But I decided not to because Allison's show is about positivity and I shouldn't be stuck in the past. And, you know, and I I can't really tell someone to go fuck themselves if I don't know them, like in a genuine way. And I really was going to do it in a genuine way. So I decided to scrap that. I was going to do a joking, hey, go fuck yourself to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. But I changed my mind on that as well because uh, I feel like everyone now is jokingly uh, going at him. So I decided to scrap that, and I came up with that idea like six, seven months ago, like before the auction even, that I w- wish I could tell him to go fuck himself. Um, so so I, I emailed her a bunch of ideas, and then I was going back and forth on whether I should throw in the fact that I will be in LA. And I said, you know what? Uh, there's this this line that we hear often, but I I I tell myself it now a lot more. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. So... I decided to say, fuck it, I, I will even put in there, I, I said, and by the way, if you feel like doing it in person, I will be in Los Angeles these days. If And then, and then I wrote, uh, I completely understand why you don't want a stranger in your home. So, you know, feel free to whatever. And uh, shockingly, she emailed me back and said, you know, in person would be fun. And if you were a stranger stranger, I would really feel weird about it or whatever. But I know I've met you, so uh, plan to do it this day. And then I was like shocked that she actually said yes. (laughs) It's a stupid analogy, but it'd be like if you like walked up to a supermodel and you're like, I think you're really beautiful. You want to go on a date? And they're like, yeah. I was just (laughs) like, what? I was like, why, why would you do this? Why? This is a bad idea.
0: (laughs) I think I would feel like I was going to pee and poop at the same time. And I know I say that often. So maybe I, I would be so like, wait, what did I just ask for? Do I really want to do this?
1: And you know what? I had second thoughts about even bringing it up for like a while, but I was like, you know what? She could have said no. She decided to say yes. So I'm just going to, you know, take the good news. And, Um, then I didn't hear for her for over a month and the date was like approaching and (laughs) I talked to you. I talked to Megan. I'm like, when should I mention this to her? (laughs) And you said like right now, Yeah, like let's stop
0: recording and you need to call her or text her or email her or whatever right now.
1: Yeah. And then I talked to Megan and she's like, yeah, they like plan every show. So you should reach out like immediately. So I have, as soon as I finished with Megan, I emailed her like, Hey, are we still on for this day? Just checking. And then she said, absolutely. Uh, uh, remind me what you wanted to do. And then I'll, I'll get in contact with like more details. And then so she, it was still like in the email thread. So she just went back and looked. She's like, okay, yeah, I got it. Uh, we'll, you know, do it this day, whatever. And then so I said, great. I was a little worried. So I, because also I changed my flight. Uh, my flight was going to get in like at 8 30 p.m. because I was just going for Tuesday for the concert and then Wednesday for like half a day and then I'd fly back Um, so when I found out she said yes I had to change my flight to a morning flight to be able to get there on time for the recording and um, so I did so I had to pay a little more money and then I had to get another day off from work and all that so if it turned out that I wasn't going to be on I would have been bummed but I, I would understand so it worked out And so the day of, I get to California, and I was, Megan was at work, so, you know, I just did did my thing for a while. Then I met up with her and had lunch. And then she's like, yeah, man, have fun. Are you nervous? I was like, I'm not nervous yet. I'll be nervous when I'm, like, there. Like, it's (laughs) like... It's like, uh, like, I don't know, first date nerves or like, uh, something like that, you know, like you're just nervous in anticipation, but Mm -hmm. when you're there, it's, it's okay. I got there about like 20 minutes early and like she mentioned, I brought them gifts. So I had a friend of mine make, like draw a picture of Wendy and then I stuck it like on a card and it has, like, a little fancy design. I probably should have taken a picture of it. Um, but it's so I just made it into, like, a greeting card style. And at first I was going to make it, like, a birthday card. But I'm like, yeah, it's been, like, six days since her birthday or whatever. So I just uh, wrote some stuff on the inside about, you know, what the show means to me, what Allison means to me or whatever. Uh, because I know the heartfelt stuff is, like, I sometimes I feel a little cheesy saying these things. But, like, it's all true. And I know that's that's what she likes to hear. So I decided to uh, write what I felt right there in the car, like my hand shaking as I wrote everything. And uh, so then I, I I headed up to the apartment. And as soon as I come up like two stairs, I hear and I was like, Oh my God, that's Wendy or a vicious, vicious attack dog. And so I guess Alison knew that was me. Everyone else was already there. So she opened the door, gave me a hug and welcomed me in and, And then Wendy was, like, attacking my leg. She was just, like, pawing at me, and it was very cute. Um, And then, you know, I met everyone again, because I met them all at Bumbershoot. And then that's when Allison told me Greg was not there, which I was bummed because I had some questions for him, and and he's the only one I hadn't met before. So I had brought my, she's my Snuggleberry shirt for him to sign. Oh. Just like I, I had hoped he would be there in Bumbershoot to sign it, but... It was fine. Uh, so I gave Allison a candle, the Allison candle that we keep hearing about. and I gave Daniel another candle of the same Allison candle. I gave Jenna the Jenna and baby Sam candle that I made. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tweak the pictures out even though I, I feel like they've been seen before but um, And then I gave Jenna and Al a gift card. For them to try the Bloomin' Onion, whatever was left over, I told them, you know, spend it on Sam. Oh yeah, and then I gave Allison the card, and I gave Allison a book by Felicia Day when Felicia was in Denver about three weeks ago. I went to her book signing because I liked the audiobook, and it was funny, and Felicia has a great story, and she's smart and inspirational. So I went there (laughs) with the plan to convince her to do Allison's show. And she said she would. So then I gave Allison the book. I had it signed to Allison. And I told her, you know, she told me she would do it. So you should reach out to her. And then it was like right about eight o'clock. So she said, you know, do you want to sit here in the in dining room studios or do you want to be in the living room? And the chairs in the living room are facing the opposite direction. And also I didn't want her to think I was like rummaging through her belongings. <laughs> so I told her I'll just be in here. Uh, that's how Greg did it when he was a special guest. Uh, so I just sat there in the corner uh, to Allison's, uh left and they started the show and I couldn't, they all have headphones on. I can't hear what's going on except for Jeff has his headphones very loud. So I could hear some like bleed through so I could hear like the song and uh, I got to hear Daniel's intro and uh, immediately as soon as the song starts, Wendy starts barking <laughs> And uh, so he got up to take care of that. Uh, there was a special message from Greg and I couldn't hear it, but I did hear like every now and then I would hear a word so I could tell he was like giving me some sort of message. And then it was just really great to to see them record it. I love the behind the scenes uh, post show videos they do on YouTube every now and then. So that was my favorite part. I mean, even if I didn't get to be on the show, it would have been worth it just to watch the show. But fortunately, I got to be on. So then I was not nervous. Like before and after the show, when I talked to them, I was like a normal person. Like right now when it's me and you. But on the air, I felt like I had a frog in my throat. I was like, also the... (laughs) This this is like a a weird thing, but it really threw me. The headphones were very loud, and then also they they didn't like they're like we'll take a short break and then you can be on the show. So after I think it was like after like iTunes comment or whatever, she's like okay we'll take a quick break. I literally I moved my chair and they they play the my guest is here song and I was like uh, okay sit down I like I'm fumbling with the headphones I put the headphones on and then I was on so. I was very nervous. And listening back to it, um, my, like, I thought my voice cracked or something, but it it was just kind of like a, like a croak out of my voice. I was like, "Uh, I, or something.
0: (laughs) I didn't hear that. You sounded good. I was just like, I was once again, just nervous for you. Just sitting there thinking, because she kind of introducing them was like, all right, go ahead and give us whatever you got. And it's like, what? I need a little more than that. I just got here.
1: (laughs) Right. So that's the thing is like I wish we could have started recording and I could start talking and then like restart you know because that's how I had to like get a rolling start because it it got better from there I think Um, so yeah I did my pre-planned segments which was um, I had questions for them unfortunately I kept the Greg question and I deleted some other questions for the rest of the gang. So hopefully Al and Greg don't feel left, or Jeff don't feel left out. When I was asking uh, Allison my questions, I mentioned that I had one question that was written in, and that was a, a a text message between me and Megan. I was like, she was asking me, you know, are are you nervous? Like w- like what are you gonna ask or whatever? And I told her, well, I was like, do you have any th- questions? Cause like all my questions are like they're not like deep questions. They're just like you know, what about this? Or what about this? So, so Megan is the one who wrote that question about like how, uh, what kind of writer she was and student and who cultivated her love of words or whatever. So that's who the mystery write in question was from.
0: I'm glad that you said that because I meant to ask you that. And when you said it, I thought, well, does he have some other way that he's asking other Allison fans, like, hey, send me your questions. I'm going to be on secretly or whatever. And then I thought, no, it's got to be Megan. But I, I'm glad that I'm glad you answered that question for I'm sure a lot
1: of people. You didn't um, ask Jeff
0: if he was single for me, or
1: I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> you know, when I met him at Bumbershoot, he's like such a like nice and just like normal, regular guy, and I I did think like you would be perfect for him like you guys are like so easy to talk to and you guys like the same things you guys are both cool so
0: um
1: oh I didn't even mention that I yeah I mentioned the gifts for them but I also got a little gift for Jeff which is a stick pin which um it goes in your lapel the little buttonhole in your lapel um and it's just, like, a decorative, like, little lapel pin thing. And it's of a, a wishbone. And it has, like, a little gemstone in there. It wasn't expensive, but supposedly it's vintage. And I did wear it on my birthday and got compliments. So That's super cool. <laughs> so I gave it to him because he's always wearing, a uh, like, a blazer, like a sports coat. So uh, And he said, yeah, I've been meaning to get something to dress up my jacket ever since Paul Tompkins was on. So I was like, yeah, there you go. It worked out.
0: <laughs> you know what I love about what you bring to the show that you... Like I would have just gone and be like, "All right, I just want to be part of the show, hey guys." (laughs) But you came in with questions and you're prepared and you had segments and ideas and it was really cool. I was really impressed by that. I didn't realize it was going to be like that. So that was—I don't know if that was your idea or hers or how that worked out, but that was really, really cool.
1: Yeah, well, like like Megan told me, like that was kind of ballsy of you to just say, "I'm going to do this, this, and this," and like I told her, closed mouth doesn't get fed. So if you're paying money, you want to do something you want to do. And what I want to do is badger them with questions. Yes. I just want to say, how, how do you do this? Uh, what, what did you do this, this? And so I was like, I, I want to ask questions. Like, that's what I wanted to do. So I said, you know, that's, that's why I put it in the email. These are the things I want to do. And, you know, she can decide. And she said, yes. So, so I did. And and then uh, after the questions, uh, the only thing I wish I would have done is not so many long pauses between things. But I was, like, waiting for her to, you know, essentially host or produce the show. Like, like all right, that's that. Keep it going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was, like, some pauses in there. And then also another weird thing is I wasn't laughing, even though it was... A very, very funny show to me because when I was in the corner, uh, when Wendy barked uh, and then like later on she came by me and I had my like little plastic bag next to me and she was kind of sniffing at it. And I was like, no, Wendy, no, like don't make any noise. So I was in the mode of being fucking silent. So like when I was taking a sip of my water, I like literally took like 20 seconds to unscrew the cap. Like I was going (laughs) so slowly
0: did she give you Dasani drinking water?
1: The less she crunchy. Did.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, well,
1: Daniel's like, uh, you want anything to drink? And if Greg, if Greg was there, I would be like, yeah, whatever he's drinking. Yes.
0: But <laughs> I, I replay that in my like, okay, what would I do if I was in his shoes? Okay. I would show up with Jameson to calm my nerves, just a, like a shot. And then like probably a beer or something, some whatever Greg is drinking.
1: Right. So he's like, uh, you want anything to drink? And I just said water just because, you know, I didn't want any kind of weird sounds coming. Like the worst thing would be like, "I'm like, oh yeah, I'll take a beer," and then you know I'm on mic and it's like, burp sorry, <laughs> Barney uh, from Simpsons." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I decided to just stick with water, and I think I think I was like dehydrated anyway because I like was drinking uh, most of that water, and and then I forgot it in the corner when I moved my chair, so I had nothing to drink, and so I positioned myself like. The chair was like a little bit back from the table, so I, when I wasn't speaking, I could step away. Because I, when we, when we do this, even I constantly clear my throat and drink water.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was gonna do the same thing. I, I knew, so I was like, I'll put my chair further back and I'll kind of scoot the mic towards me. And then when I'm not on mic, I'll just like step back and do whatever I got to do. And uh, so when when they were when they were doing the all the drops of Greg and <laughs> I was really trying to contain my laughter because I was still in that mind state of don't make any noise. And Jeff was just killing me with those drops. And it's just because Greg says such funny things. Um, so yeah, I did that. And then I did uh, deleted tweets because I, I knew that Jenna and Al had some. And also because I want to hear the jingle let's be honest it's a it's a great song and i like i like all the old segments that we don't hear all that all the time mm-hmm. so that was a great one i'm so glad we got to hear my guest is here so i told superfan megan that i was like oh man it was a great episode uh and i gave you like a hey go fuck yourself to like end all hey go fuck yourselves this is like the best hey go fuck yourself and you fucking deserve it and she was like, what? Why did you, get, hey, go fuck me? And I was like, you know why. And she's like, no, I don't. Why? And I'm like, why do you think? And she was like, uh, well, is it because of this? And I'm like, no, but that's a good one. And, the, and then she's like, uh, was it this? And I'm like, let me write these down. Like She just kept saying things. And I was like, nope, that's not why. That's not why. And she just kept texting me. She's like, why did you, hey, go fuck me? And I was like, you'll find out when the rest of us hear it. And so... Of course, I did not do that. I did a "Hey, I love you" because she's like I said on the show. She's she's like a really positive person. She's a very good friend to me. She lets me stay on her on her couch whenever <laughs> I'm in LA for free. She's uh, just like a really great person, and like same with you. Like, um, you know, like this show brought us together, and I think like these things that we have in common make the friendship stronger. So. I gave her the, hey, I love you. And then, you know, Allison chimed in that everyone said how great Megan is. So I like that. And uh, when I told I told Megan to uh, FaceTime me when she listened to it so I could get her reaction. She was, she was probably like,
0: stressing it all day. Like, what did I
1: do? <laughs> what did I do to piss him off? I think she might have been. She's like, all right, let's do this. So... <laughs> And when she heard it, she started tearing up, which made me very happy. Aww. I like making women cry, you know.
0: <laughs> because <laughs> so, they look so
1: hot when they're, when they're crying,
0: right? <laughs> oh, yes. When
1: they're angry and when they're, <laughs> they're crying. <angry. laughs> uh, so then after that, um, I think that was my last segment. Then she she said, you know, do you want to stick around while we do the JMOs? Said, of course. I'm not going to be like, nah, I'm good. Nah. I'm out of here. Pick up my stuff and leave. Peace. <laughs> and uh, so I did that. And... I was thinking like, how often should I chime in? I was like, well, I'll only chime in if I have something to say. And I did have something I wanted to say when Jeff was talking about the snakes. Uh, that there's like a coral snake, and there's like another snake that looks just like it. Uh, I I knew what he meant. So there's like a if it's the same snake, there are two snakes that are red, yellow, and black, and they're striped. And the way to tell them apart is. There's a rhyme. It says, "If red touches yellow, you're a dead fellow. If red touches black, you're all right, Jack." <laughs> Which is not the best rhyme, but if it keeps you alive, you know that's the but important part.
0: Then it is, it is right. the best
1: rhyme. <laughs> and I wish I had chimed in with that. Yeah. And Then they just ended the show. She she said if I wanted to plug anything, so I plugged this uh, the best friends fan cast, and I gave a bunch of shout outs to people who. In the one year that I've been on Twitter and interacting with other fans, uh, these are the people that I remember tweeting with back and forth the most that have really made the community feel like a good thing to me. So I sh- gave my shout-outs. I shouted out my friend Josie. Uh, <laughs> and and then that was that.
0: I thought it was awesome. First of all, giving shout-outs to all of us. Giving a shout-out to this show, which Allison mentioned in the show on there, You know, now that it's changed, because she mentioned JMO Patrol before a lot um, in the beginning. And then now that it's changed over saying this show and it was just like, oh, my God, that made my that made my whole day right there hearing that. And then you giving shout outs to the original JMO Patrol, who are still part of the show and always welcome. Um, I heard you left in or I heard you slip in a little Brittany shout out in there.
1: Oh yeah, I did. Uh, I I shouted out Brittany because <laughs> so because she's kind of new to the Allison world, but she's a great addition, and also she's a Seinfeld fan, so she wins a lot of points in my book.
0: No kidding, she is a winner in many books. Love and Brittany.
1: she's your she's your friend, so any friend of Lisa's is a friend of Lisa's.
0: Ah, love you, Brittany. Um, okay, so what happened? Okay, so once okay, I have a couple of questions. When they are recording, they're all sitting around a table. When they want to speak up, do they raise a hand, or is it just like a natural flow of conversation? How does that work?
1: It's supposed to be a natural flow, but uh, I feel like today there's a lot of people talking over each other. Uh, Most mostly Jeff and Daniel, but uh, it's like when you're with your friends, you just you're just talking. You know, to them, it's not like a show; they're just being themselves. And so there was there was no hand raising or anything, but <laughs> except for Jeff, um, he's working the laptop, and if you're like a nerd like I am, i I wanted I was glad I could see his computer from where I was. Uh, he had an app open where he was taking notes. I guess that's for the show notes. And then he had another app open to record, and he had another app open for his drops. And this that's the one that really caught my eye. So at the top, it has a bunch of tabs for each person. And then the whole keyboard is like your drop buttons. So he knows obviously which, where each drop is placed. So he can just switch between the tabs and hit the button he needs. And it was seamless, like he was on it with the drops. And then the only thing is you could tell when he was going to talk because he has the mic to the right of his laptop and the laptop's right in front of him. So he would move to the right and he was about to say something. Ah.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, I've heard some of the guests mention, oh, he moved, he's going to say something. I thought, I was curious how, how that works. So it really is just kind of like how we hear it then because everything he does is seamless. Their conversation, talking over each other or not, seems just like hanging out with friends. So it's not as, I mean, it's just really the way it is then. That's really, really cool to hear.
1: They, like they mentioned, you know, they don't do any editing really. It just shows you that they're like naturally like, gonna do their thing they're talking they're making jokes it's not like oh we're gonna have to cut that here we're gonna cut this part I think they've just done it for so long they don't need it anymore and it helps with the the feel of the show
0: that's that's just I don't know I'm just still like in awe and I hope that she takes this experience with you to maybe do it again in the future even if I wasn't on the show, like you said, just sitting, having a couple of people just sit in the corner and watch it all happen and be part of it. And obviously being in her house is kind of a major deal, so you can't just give that away to everybody, but it would be really neat if she had people on once a year as like a little money raiser or something, even if it was at a live show or somewhere, but I don't know. I, I, I think she could make some good money doing it. I'd pay.
1: <laughs> right. So that's why I want her to do more live shows, because mm, yes. we we just want to be a part of the show in any way we can. And watching it live is pretty much the show. Uh, obviously, you know, getting to chime in was great. So not everyone can do that. Um, so, again, I'm just going to say that people should come out for the <laughs> L.A. Podfest, September 23rd to the 25th. And see it live because it was, when I saw it at Bumbershoot, it was three shows. I don't think she'll do that this time, but it was just so great to watch it. Like, you just want to watch it. And um, I'm very, very lucky that I got to actually be in her home. I I didn't ask for a tour, even though I wanted to. I didn't want (laughs) to overstay my welcome. So once the show ended... um, they like ran to uh, get Sam and check on her. And, and I was uh, handling some more business at the end of the show. And by that, I mean, <laughs> asking everyone questions. <laughs> and of course, getting a signed mug for you. And I had them sign a poster for Megan because uh, her big poster board from Bumbershoot has been lost. So mm. I thought I could get her like a little poster, have everyone sign it and it'd be something. Uh, when she was signing everything, uh, the the mug and the poster that is, um, the I took two markers with me. I took a gold one because that's the one that I was gonna have Greg sign my shirt with because that's what everyone else used in Bumbershoot, and I took a black sharpie like for the poster and the mug. And uh, at the end, when I was leaving, gathering my stuff, I saw that it was sitting there on the table, and I said, "Do I grab my sharpie or not?" <laughs> And I decided to leave it because, one, I mean, I got I got sharpies for days. I decided to leave it because of that, and then all, also, I don't want her to think that she's like, did he just steal my sharpie? Like, what a creep! <laughs> so, like, really, you need my sharpie? So you were, Fine, take the sharpie. You were
0: George Costanza in two ways. <laughs> Number one, when he's at the pizza place and he goes to put the, the tip in and, and he's like, doesn't want to get caught taking it back because he wants, you know, he doesn't get caught stealing, even though he's not. He just wants to be, get credit for it. And then the second one is when he leaves the the hat at that girl's apartment so she, he could come back. So it's by Menon. <laughs> that's what you did. I think that's the one.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have I should have said something. Uh I should have said like a buy and jingle to uh
0: as you're leaving you're like try the try the <laughs> lumen onion by menon and close the door.
1: I could have said black sharpie. <laughs> and then whenever she would see a black sharpie, she'd be like, Hey, is that his Sharpie? <laughs> or she would think of me every time she saw a black sharpie. I should have done that.
0: You should have. Ah, <laughs> nuts. Next time, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> After that, um, you know, I was just chatting with Allison and Daniel and whoever, and Daniel's ran off to the other room. So where Dining Room Studios is to like the the side where Al is behind him is where they take the picture oh. uh, for the show. And it's like a it's like a little nook. Like there's nothing in there. It's just like a little extra space. Like if it had a door, you could call it a closet, but it, it was just an open area. I don't know what you would call that. Um, so that's where they have the, the stand for the backdrop. That's where they have their camera stuff afterwards. She was like, do you want to be in the picture? And I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't. And then Daniel chimed in, you're in the picture. And I was like, <laughs> I've learned to not argue about it. Cause that just becomes annoying. Like, no, no, really, it's fine. No, just, just come on. It's a, it'll be fine. And then, so I just said, fine, I'll do it. As soon as he chimed in, I was like, fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to twist my arm. So, um, I was in the spot where Greg is usually because he was absent, of course. Um, I was trying to be on the opposite side because <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to edit this out. We'll see. I, <laughs> I hate my face. So I do know which is my slightly better side. <laughs> and I know I'm best directly, like head on, straightforward. And then after that, like my right side is a little better. So. Um, she told me get on the other side, which is the bad side, and uh, I was thinking, I was thinking, oh man, when I had lunch, did I spill something on my shirt? Because I was wearing a white shirt, and I was like, oh, I hope you can't see like any stains or there's like a piece of lint, or I hope I don't look stupid. <laughs> I, I hate this pose. Aww. and uh, so we, she took probably like ten pictures, and to get the ones that she wanted, you know, and it, it was funny because they set up everything and then they turn all the lights off. It's pitch black and then they have like a like one of those big umbrella light things that like diffuses the light so it's perfect. And that shit was bright. <laughs> so she has like the little clicker. It goes beep beep and then boom. It's like the, like the, like you're burgling a house and a cop hits you with the spotlight. I was like, ah,
0: <laughs> that's frightening. Thank God so, you didn't have to be by yourself like the other guests. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So the first time, I mean, I've never had a photo shoot like that, like even <laughs> as a, as a kid in school. So it was, I'm sure the first one or two, I probably blinked cause that it was startling how bright it was. And, um, eventually she got a picture, I guess she liked. And then that was that I, um. You know, I gathered my things and Daniel had run off somewhere. I didn't even notice. Um, I kept asking questions, (laughs) trying to milk it to the last second. Um, And then Daniel showed up and he goes, well, for, you know, just for being such a great fan, here you go. And he gave me the uh, little sculpture he did of Wendy's head that he used to make a mold so he could make chocolates to give people. So wow. that's now, yeah, that is like a prized possession. And it's up there now with my uh, Allison altar. what What is it called? What yeah. do you call it? Oh, a shrine. Uh,
0: shrine, yes.
1: Yeah, it's up there with my Allison shrine now. And that's I was joking. Major. Yeah, I was joking. Uh, I could make it a hood ornament. And then I was thinking it'd be better as a shift knob. Yes. Because some some jealous passerby could snatch it off my hood.
0: You know what? So, you can use it as a Brody knob. You
1: know what that is? Oh, for the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I could do that <laughs> so that'd be awesome <laughs> um, yeah so he gave me that and then you know I gathered my stuff everyone was like eager to leave because it had been you know two hours plus by that time and I felt bad for taking up so much of their time but you know she was more she was as nice as you could hope and she was like not rushing me out the door I chose to you know grab my stuff I'm like okay I'll get out of you guys's hair you know so just said my goodbyes and, and then I left
0: that is so fucking cool did you when you were leaving did you take extra slow steps or are you just kind of like up in your head of like i'm just got to get out of here Did you just like savor it like the plants around you or whatever's around <laughs> you like
1: <laughs> um on the way out i kept on saying things to people i'm like all right nice seeing you thanks again and thanks for having me hey good seeing you good seeing you all right take it easy okay good night bye thanks for okay and then uh and I was like telling Jenna, hey, make sure you try that blooming Onion, okay, I'll see you guys, bye. <laughs> and then like, I was, I was out the door, and then I just went to Megan's, and then recapped everything for her. Oh
0: my gosh, that is awesome. I have to say, like, I'm super jealous, but I'm glad that you, I'm glad that it was you that won, because then I, first of all, I got to see you, now I get the exclusive interview with you, but... But I think that you're a deserving Ultra fan, and I'm glad that it was you.
1: Thanks. I'm glad it was me, too. <laughs> um, like like I told Megan when the auction was going on, I was like, if one of us doesn't win, I'm going to be pissed. Like, it's got to be someone that I know is an actual Allison fan. Like, yes. like if it's, like, some random, like, like uh, Jdog125 on Twitter, I'll be like, I've never even heard of this guy. Why did he win? So I'm glad it was a super <laughs> fan that w- that won it even if it wasn't me.
0: I felt the same way. I was like, it's got to be one of the fans, like the major fans that you hear all the time that are obviously fans, not just some like no name that's like, oh, I'm going to randomly bid on this.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I remembered what I was going to say. Um, so <clears throat> like, uh, I guess for, for so many years I worked and just worked and never took vacation and I would have mountains of vacation time just piled up for nothing eventually they would just have to pay me out and so it's after i keep mentioning i worked two jobs for over two years and i was sleep deprived for those two years and i just had all this money and no free time i decided you know it's it's better to spend my money on things i want to do because like we mentioned on the tiffany haddish episode you don't know when you're gonna die so fucking try to have fun and so that's why I went to Bumbershoot. That's why I flew out to see Haim again with Megan, and it just lucked out that I could do the uh, appearance on Allison's show. So you know, there are like there are people who will like follow Rush or like Iron Maiden across the country, and like, oh, I've seen them in Brazil. I've seen them in, you know, they played in Chicago, and I was there. And so I was like, I'll be that guy for Allison's show because. I mean, there are, like, a lot of bands I like or whatever, rappers, and I'm not going to go see a fucking rap show in, like, New York just because. It's not... It doesn't deserve it, but this show is, like, such a part of my life that I don't feel it would be a waste of time or money.
0: All right. Well, you know what? That is super awesome. I'm so glad that you gave me the exclusive behind-the-scenes interview. I... So nervous for you, so excited for you, and I'm just i don't know i guess i'm just so happy for you so thank you so much for joining me on this exclusive episode
1: yeah thank you and hopefully it wasn't too boring
0: no way super fans are going to be like what why didn't you ask him this why didn't you ask him that (laughs) i think you told i don't know i feel like you told everything that i would want to know so hopefully i covered it all so thank you and good night